asked about me since I've been She here. has asked about you. She asked about the Americans that came to visit her. <laughs> I told her all as well, but you were back with your cats and dogs now. She understood. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she's good. She's actually been a really good girl the last couple of days. Yeah. I think, like, I, I had my flu jab and was also hormonal. Yeah. And she just actually had full sympathy for me for once, which Aww. was really nice. She just, like curled up beside me and gave me lots of affection which um obviously made me want to cry because I was hormonal (laughs) Um, (laughs) oh my god you do love me (laughs) but yeah she's actually she's really good she's oh my um my mom went to a so my mom is a professional declutterer and organizer Uh she's clutter free queen on instagram if anyone needs decluttering services she's very good um she went to a national decluttering and organizing convention uh she was on a panel it was very cool but she got a goodie bag and in that goodie bag was like bougie cat food like like the good stuff she doesn't have a cat so she was like this is this is for pee and um i can say it's gone down very well really like oh like i it's i'm like i don't know what they put in this she's gonna be so annoyed when she goes back to her her like organic Mm -hmm. like healthy boring stuff but um it's called the the title of the food is something like it's like gourmet tuna mousse with cascading gravy. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay. I'm like, should I try it? Sounds kind of good. <laughs> I I was I'm not gonna lie. I was tempted. It's um it's been it's been a cheap it's been a cheap start of the month because it's Michael's birthday. So we've definitely been living yeah. off like packet ramen, and then the cat's got her like gourmet tuna mousse. <laughs> Which she eats in literally 10 seconds. Yes. Like, she's like meowing at me when she sees it. And I've got the bowl and she's like pacing, like so agitated. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it is just really funny watching her get so excited. Yeah. She's not normally very food motivated. So it is funny. <laughs> I was literally last night looking up like, um, like the slow feeder things for cats where they have like the little mm. obstacles in them because my mm. my beach ball cat mod she eats too fast and then oh. she pukes everywhere <laughs> and she does it so often that i'm like <laughs> i gotta what do i like because i'm not i don't you're not even eating that much but i like watch her and i'm like no mm. you can't eat that that's that's too fast like and it just comes right back out. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. She's getting indigestion. Yeah. So I was like looking up different solutions to be like, they make like ergonomic feeders that are like the perfect angle. And like, yeah. And they do make the feet like the feet. So we'll see which thing I end up going with. I haven't decided. I might change her. I have like little um, shelves that I feed the cats on so mm. they can hop up and the dogs don't get their food. And I think nice. I might try like, a different little system with it where I like put their feeders just on one and like have those at the angle that they and kind of rip off the little fancy ergonomic cat bowl feeder and see if I can make it work and see if she keeps puking. So it slows them down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's less it, There's like, so she pukes and then Millie, the other cat, whenever she's done eating, she like tries to cover her food if there's any left yeah, over. Yeah, Percy does this. And it's, we have curtains near where the thing is. So she's constantly dragging the curtains into the cat food <laughs> and making them gross. And I have them like pinned up so she can't, she'll still find a way to like do it. Like, you know, she's yeah. a cat. They, they find their ways. 
Um, so between the two of them, there's always some sort of like there's either puke on the ground or like the like curtain has been left in wet cat food. And I'm just like, cool, thank you so much. <laughs> it is really funny watching them like try and cover their food yeah. so unsuccessfully. And like I just watch her do it like you don't need to cover your food. No. There's no one else who's going to steal your food. It's just you here. Yeah. But she's all the same. She like really goes at it yeah. as well. Just with our like hardwood floor. Like I'm just <laughs> cat. No. It's so Sometimes funny. she'll do it too. If like Crammer or Cricket don't finish their food, she'll go to cover theirs up for them. Amazing. And it's very yeah. funny because theirs is on the ground. So she'll find like, I don't know, like a, a sweater or something or she'll like drag things over. And so then I like look for their, their bowls and they're like under <laughs> or like a weird blanket that or like a napkin that she's found and i'm like what thank you i guess but now this is ruined <laughs> she's like no one's gonna steal it it's okay i, I got i got you covered it's all guys covered. And it's like yeah you put like two pieces of lint and an old napkin in it like <laughs> you just made this gross <laughs> um yeah so that's what's going on with with my my zoo um, um i'm ella mcleod and i'm alexis b preston <laughs> this is comfort creatures <laughs> gorgeous um we have a super wonderful guest today yeah um, we do and she's so great <laughs> yeah um so i won't uh dilly dally too much we have ellen weatherford from the podcast just the zoo of us which is also on max fun and she joins us to tell us all about well her two pets i'm not even telling you too much but she tells about her two pets but also has like such a plethora of animal facts and she knows everything yeah i'm like david Attenborough needs to watch his back because <laughs> ellen ellen is coming for him <laughs> yeah and i like I, i've talked about this before i feel like honestly my love language is animal trivia so that whole episode was just Same. like i was like Same. yes give me more what else tell me more things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and yeah it's it's just a great time should we should we listen? Should we do it? Should we yeah, jump in? Let's do it. Alright, let's go. Also, growing up in the nineties, like if you had a name that sounded too ethnic, you mm-hmm. were gonna get like passed over for jobs and stuff. So my mum had to be a little strategic. Um, but she definitely was like, Yeah, Ella, that's that's Ella, that's this kind of that's a sensible name. It's a sensible <laughs> girl's name. And then by the time my sister came along, she was so like hopped off on the epidural. She was like, oh. <laughs> We'll call her Posh Spice. We'll, we'll name her after a Spice Girl. She was She's going worth into her weight in gold. Going into so a rude. into a creative phase. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, popped off with that one. Oh, I know. I did. Have, Ellen, do you have any pets right now? I, I do have pets. Okay, wonderful. I have two pets. I have a beagle mm. named Puppy, and. Uh, she's 11, by the way. She's not at all a puppy. So she's a geriatric. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. Okay, I didn't okay. name her that. She's she. I wanted to change her name when I realized that she was going to be stuck with the name Puppy forever. Um, and I wanted to change it, but the poor thing's barely got two brain cells left. Like she, could, <laughs> it's a wonder she learned one name. Like the fact that she could figure out one was like the extent of her capacity Ooh. of learning so we, a new one was just not happening i yeah. was like okay you're stuck with puppy i'm sorry 
It's cute though. There's kind of an irony. It's a little bit like it gives like um, what's the for breakfast at Tiffany's? You know, the cat food cat. <laughs> okay. Like it's you know, it's giving headburn. It's great. Well, I, so I didn't lo- I didn't get to look out with a cat either because we also have a cat. And what happened with a cat was my dad got the cat as a kitten um, because my dad was always like a cat guy. And he adopted this kitten and then called me on the phone. I was on speakerphone in the car with my older son, who at the time was four. Um, and he said, I just adopted a kitten and I want Isaac to come up with a name for the kitten. And I was like, are you sure? Because he's four. He was like, yeah, ask Isaac what I should name the kitten. And I was like, Isaac, what should Pop-Pop name his new kitty? And Isaac said, hmm, Aki. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> he's like, it's a fruit. I didn't know that at the time. I know now. Yeah, that's a great he name certainly- for a cat didn't know that yeah, no he didn't know that he was naming it the cat after jamaica's national dish it obviously was... as a as a person with jamaican heritage i'm immediately like that's the best name for a cat ever i can understand how if you don't have that context that could just it's sound just like nonsense just that was exactly he was literally just pulling <laughs> syllables out of his brain right yeah. like just a phonetic sort of lottery that he was pulling and so i didn't know that that was that was but i was on the phone with my dad and my dad's like aki it is you got it <laughs> nailed it in one no further so workshopping required um and so that was what the cat was kind of um was was named even it wasn't until like way later that i was like i'm gonna google this real quick and see if this is a thing and i found out it was a fruit right yeah um, which and i still delicious. haven't tried really it's so good and you know what's so funny about that is that so aki it's yeah it's jamaica's national fruit it's part of jamaica's national dish which is aki and saltfish wouldn't yeah. saltfish also be such a good name for a cat saltfish. <laughs> aki, yeah aki and saltfish that, i think that's a brilliant combination it, but yeah it's, really a, it's a delicious meal i highly recommend Ooh. it you cook it with peppers and garlic and onions and <sighs> Yeah, it's really good. See, um, I'm not a seafood person, so like I don't know if I would like the saltfish part of it, but I would mm. definitely absolutely Aki try is it. Delicious. Aki. You is can it, have it on anything. Can you compare it to anything? Do you and do you know what the thing is? No. no. Yeah. Like um it's the texture of avocado, but oh. the sort of colour and fluffiness of scrambled egg, but it doesn't taste like egg. Um <laughs> It tastes, I'm told it tastes a bit like tofu, but I can't eat tofu. Uh, okay. um, but I'm told that it's got like a slightly nutty undertone, I'm told, because I also can't eat nuts. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's, I would, it, it, but no, honestly, it really kind of yeah. doesn't taste like anything else. Yeah, I, yeah. I would highly recommend it. I love being like, I'm told it's this. Can't have it. <laughs> Is it, it sounds like based on what you said it's cooked with, it sounds like it's a savory fruit and not it a is, sweet fruit. Right. Okay. No, it's, it's. It is definitely on the more savory end of the spectrum. I'm guessing like a jackfruit or something like that. Yeah, I guess in flavor, it's probably most similar to a jackfruit, yeah. yeah. Um, But it is sweeter than the saltfish, which is why they go so nicely together. Okay. Yeah, no, honestly, one of my favorite meals. What an excellent choice, Isaac. Well Uh, done. (laughs) Which, like, I wish I had that context, like, Mm, going into, like, to, you know, we obviously, I've never even eaten Aki before <laughs> like in my life right so I was like are you okay all right I guess 
<laughs> and so, you know, the, the cat had this name, which to all of us was, you know, nonsensical. It was, yes, just yeah, random yeah. sounds made by a four year old, um, which, you know, when my, my dad passed away in 2019 and that was like right after he had gotten the kitten. So, well, like a little bit. So he was already like he was like in his late teens maybe the cat uh like his late adolescence at that point so he was uh he came to live with us at that point and now we're now we've got aki forever <laughs> when my brother his like first pet that we ever got with him was a duck and he it was the same thing where they're like okay you get to name the duck whatever you want and he went with bb ma so oh. <laughs> So we just had this cute. duck. Like we would have it, and people would be like, "Oh, what's his name?" And be like, mm, "BB Ma." It's just Bibi just Ma. the same thing. Where it's just like just Bibi sounds Ma. that he made, and then like <laughs> having to very talk. Like sometimes you'd have to be like, "Okay, well, uh, you know, BB Ma needs to. We need to feed BB Ma." And it just like set, it never yeah. flows that well because it's just random. It's- consonants as well yeah. like it's a lot of consonants isn't it yeah. <laughs> you were probably the bane of your vet's office's entire existence you're like i'm gonna have to spell this are you kidding yeah. b is it b e like, like i don't know i mean to be fair like my cat is called persephone and every time i say That's that true. they look at me with like real disdain <laughs> are you gonna make me type all this out i'm so- yeah like they're like how do you spell it and i'm like I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, we've had multiple problems with because my my dog's name is Puppy, right? Mm. And oh, we've had this problem yeah. where, um, which I want to say again, I didn't name her this. <laughs> <laughs> I got her from somebody else who had named her that. Um, and we have had one problem where uh, we took her into the vet and they misinter they misunderstood because apparently when they bring in newborn puppies, um, they put their name as Puppy. And so they thought she was there for like newborn like vaccines and yeah. stuff like that. And I come in with my old fat little blimp of a, of a an ancient beagle and they're like, I think something has gone wrong here. We were not prepared for this. We thought this was something else. They were getting all the like puppy vaccines together and stuff. Yeah. They're like, are you kidding me? What is this? I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't name her that. Oh. Um, what is so puppies a, a beagle? Yes. Um, what is what is puppy like? obviously old she is an interesting dog (laughs) she has a very peculiar personality she is very anxious Mm. like very Mm. nervous um she's not super friendly towards other dogs like i don't think she was she, she spent her whole puppyhood not around other dogs so i don't think she understands that she is one Mm -mm, you know what mm -mm, i mean like mm. she's very much like i don't know what you're all about um but like (laughs) you know when we have people over she gravitates towards the people right she wants to hang out with people and be petted and stuff like that but i take her to my mom's house who has three dogs and my dog is like absolutely not i hate this Mm -hmm. this is terrible (laughs) this is get me out of here so i think she really doesn't like vibe with other dogs super great um she's it's funny because like you know how beagles have that like baying sound that they make that like howl yeah mm-hmm. so she does that but she's really tiny <laughs> she's like she's a little runt of a beagle she's like way smaller than any other beagle i've ever seen and so when she howls it's like an octave higher oh you may hear her do it at some point she's in the a background little soprano that's it's, so cute it's a piercing little like <laughs> 
Oh, I want my mom has a basset hound and I want to get them together so they can do a little concert for us. Oh, it'd be I a beautiful duet. Basset hounds. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love basset. Basset hounds and beagles are both like, I mean, because their coloring is so similar as well, isn't mm. it? With the, 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 yeah, they're just so, um, I feel like when a child draws a dog, they, they <laughs> yeah, draw a basset hound draw. or a beagle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an iconic hound dog. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, I think as both... a kid, I thought that beagles were young basset hounds. I can see that. You know, like but, a Pokemon evolutionary yeah, stage sort exactly. of thing. Yeah. Like the beagle evolves into a basset hound and then the basset hound would naturally evolve into a bloodhound. Exactly. That's the third yes. stage. Yes. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I was like, I mean, we've had basset hounds, but all of them, even as puppies, I'm like, oh, you're so old. You get them and you're like, oh, what an old dog. I know. <laughs> They're born ancient. Yeah. Those poor little wrinkly I things. I love dogs that are born looking middle-aged or older. Like <laughs> schnauzers have it with the little <laughs> the little tash situation. Yeah. Um, corgis have it as well. They look like pompous little kind of like middle-aged <laughs> old people, don't they? Like I'm obsessed. <laughs> also, any jowly dog, like a hound dog with the floppy jowls, any video of them running in slow motion oh, is like instant yes. Oscar worthy. You can't <laughs> get better it's than just, that it's like immediate serotonin like straight away <laughs> like the wind flapping in their skin and you're like that's it that's seasonal affective disorder cured like you so much directly into my brain yeah. <laughs> i just get an iv drip of these videos oh so good <laughs> so my my family's from mississippi and uh my great uncle was hanging out with us and he like he has a kind of accent that like only we in the family can understand what he's saying and, <laughs> yeah. and he saw that i had a beagle and he got so excited because he sees a beagle and he thinks that's a hunting hound like mm. i'm gonna take this dog out in the woods and we're gonna go hunting and he doesn't realize that my dog has le- led an extremely a cushy lifestyle you know she's a couch dog she's sheltered (laughs) she is a little princess of a little dog that like she spends probably about 95 percent of her time on a couch um and he was like you should let me take her hunting i was like i I think she would die (laughs) (laughs) she would scare away everything you know like she would scare away all the deer you would not get a single thing because she would be out there she does this thing when she's in a situation she's uncomfortable with with which is most situations where she just like makes this that high-pitched whistle sound that dogs make and just like passively screams (laughs) (laughs) until you remove her from the situation so like that's the beach is where this is the biggest Mm, problem if you take it as soon as her paws make contact with sand it is just scream (laughs) until she's (laughs) until you take her home Oh, I was my like, God. you do not want to take this. This is the opposite of a hunting dog. Yeah. I like the idea that maybe she's like secretly just kind of a like a pacifist beagle. She's like, ah, like, yeah. like, 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 I'm not like your other beagles. Pick me beagle. Pick me beagle. She's a pick me beagle. She's not like the other beagles. She's quirky. She's a vegan beagle. Like that's that's her energy. I really like. She's just like I couldn't possibly. I'd scream if you took me. <laughs> she is a she is a game she's repellent. A yes. yes. <laughs> Oh, she's the protester yeah. you take her protesting and she's just like setting off the the foghorn the whole time <laughs> yeah 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 it's a mess that's so cute did you grow up with with pets like did you grow no, up with dogs not oh. at all um which was a, a huge point of contention for me as a kid because i was an animal kid mm. so i was 
just incredibly like passionate about animals, especially like wildlife. So like I grew up with Animal Planet. I, and I it was kind of like in the golden age of Animal Planet when mm. I was a kid. Like I was right in that sweet spot where they had What's so the much great. Age of Animal Planet. What, you know, like Crocodile that? Hunter, mm-hmm. um, like Jeff Corwin. Oh, like the the Wild Kratts were kind of in their early days. So you had like Zabumafu on PBS. Oh, yes. So it was kind of like this really great time. This was like in like the very late '90s, very early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Where just like tons of great educational wildlife content for kids. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, This was like right before Animal Planet made this like hard turn into like human based content. Yeah. Weirdly, mm. it really, mm. it, it got into like they when they did that like the sh- what's it called? The it basically it's like cops, but for them catching uh, like stray dogs. That I mean, yeah. right, that that that's t- I think maybe is more my generation of Animal Planet. <laughs> and that Planet, was so heavy. It was, it was so heavy. I, I remember genuinely. I remember having what I guess now is probably like one of my first panic attacks. But watching like what was called Animal Rescuers somewhere you know what I mean like it'd be yeah. Animal Rescuers Texas Animal Rescuers Sydney yes. like it was international and um yeah just the state of some of these dogs I genuinely was like cr- I remember being like nine years old crying in my friend's living room like it's so sad the poor dogs and like um, that's the channel people turn on because they love animals yeah. and yeah. want to like see them and you turn it on and you're seeing them being like horribly abused yeah, and you're was, like oh it was a lot what is, it was a lot yeah and also it would be at like you know yeah like like four in the afternoon I'm like guys save it for after watershed please like on Maine like, I'm having nightmares <laughs> Yeah, yeah too much. But, yeah. but like, you know, so I, I had so much good like animal TV to watch when I was a kid. Yeah. And then that, of course, I loved animals and I loved dogs and I lo- you know, I wanted a dog more than anything. And I begged mm. and begged and begged for a dog and we didn't get a dog. <laughs> did you have a dog in mind? Like, did you imagine, because I definitely did this. Did you like imagine your dream dog? Had you named it? Did you have a breed? Or well, my like... dream dog was basically Lassie. Oh, oh sure, sure. It's pretty much just okay. Lassie. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> yeah. But like, I wanted a dog so bad and we never got one until I was like much, much older. Um, And so I, my whole childhood, we didn't get to have a dog. We got a cat mm. at one point, thanks to my incessant begging um <laughs> we got a cat and i did get to name the cat when i was little what and i went with fluffy <laughs> perfect Classic. which was i believe what angelica named her cat in the rugrats and i think, right. think that's where i might have gotten it from is it i think you're right that little so. white cat right that sounds yeah. right doesn't it that's i loved the rugrats i that's think so that's funny. where i got it um so, so we did get a cat but like she was a mean cat <laughs> <laughs> she was like Listen, <laughs> really sometimes mean. cats are <laughs> they are, it's true and i'm such a cat girl i love them they so don't much right. but sometimes they're off yeah which is no, kind of right. why we love them isn't it like it's a little <laughs> bit toxic isn't it yeah you know? it's, it's like loving it the is, bad boy it is a stockholm relationship 100 <laughs> so was was fluffy a bit of a stuck stockholm relationship she well i was not i was a child and that mm. desperately wanted a dog and she was supposed to be like the thing that would get me to stop asking for a dog yeah. and so i tried to treat her the way a <laughs> child would treat a dog right i tried to play with her and pick her up and carry her around and take her for walks outside so like i was trying to live out the dog fantasy with this mm. mean cat <laughs> 
I deeply so, relate to that. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't that poor cat. I put that cat through the ringer, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, we did not get to keep that cat forever. That cat eventually lived with my grandparents <laughs> because she tried to take a few swipes at my sister when she was born. Mm. So the cat had to go, unfortunately. But the cat lived with my grandparents yeah. for the rest of her life. Um so, but we didn't get a, a pet again until I was in high school. Mm. Um, so we really didn't, I really didn't get to grow up with pets. But yeah. then when I moved out on my own, I like went in the complete opposite direction and got myself just like way more pets than I needed to have at that time. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what did you get? I got, so first I got a fish tank, which actually wasn't my idea and I didn't like the fish tank. Mm. Um, but then I was like, okay, I'm going to get myself some pets. So I got, um, I had rats, mm -hmm. I had three rats, which I loved with all my heart. And I still think they're the best pet I ever had. Yeah. Um, was three male rats. Mm. I had at a time I had two leopard geckos. Mm. Um, I had puppy. So I had the dog at that point. And then for a while I had a really, really old cat, um, that I had gotten because they were about to put her to sleep because they were moving across oh. the country and just decided not to take her with them. That. And she was 14. And they were like, oh, yeah, if we need to rehome this cat. And if we can't find a new home for her, we're just going to have her euthanized. I was like, what? OK, I'll take the cat. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Why is that your option? Like, I was like, where did you go with that? <laughs> so I just I had too many pets at a time. But, yeah, you know, it was so one of those like I, was like, I didn't get to have the pets that I wanted to have. So I'm going to get every pet I can get my hands on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because even like I had in college, I had two cats and already like that was kind of rare. Like that's in that is not, I, I I also think the way that you guys do college over there is quite different to yeah. the way that we do university here. But that is I I literally can't fathom having a pet in uni. <laughs> like I was in no I barely fed myself for three years. I mean <laughs> I could not have fed <laughs> two dependents. And all, like did you have them in like in halls like in your? I never lived in, in like a dorm. A dorm. Um, okay, that helps. Because yeah, I. I I was like, that's not for me. I'm I'm a little I'm a little grump. So I was like, no, I'm just gonna live with roommates. So I didn't have it the first. I think the first two years, I I didn't have anything. But how did you like feed them and <laughs> and like truly like how do you? I think it's even now like and maybe this is just like the difference between the way that pet ownership works mm -hmm. there and here. But even now, most of my friends like are like you. It's crazy that you have a whole pet, and I'm like, I know <laughs> she relies on me to live. Isn't that hilarious? Like I had, yeah. I had the fortunate circumstance of working at a pet store at the time. Oh, lovely. So I was able lovely. to get a discount, um, you know, on any sort of supplies or food that I needed, or if it was small enough, I would just take it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so like, and that's where some of my pets came from. Where like, I would be working at the store and either like fall in love with this animal, or like, some sometimes if something happened to the pet, or like they got injured, you know, like lost a limb or something like that, they would be put up for adoption, mm -hmm. where you could take them home for free, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I got some of my pets that way, but I definitely was able to like feed them because of you know i had a discount from the store and yeah. i worked there and stuff so luckily I, I spent a few years working there and that also helped me like learn a lot about how to take care of them better and like help mm. like problem solve with people when they came in for problems with their own pets so uh that was a that was an interesting time yeah <laughs> yeah do you remember i also had a leopard gecko when i was younger 
Do you remember Aren't they yours? delightful? Yeah, they're great. I love their big fat tails. It's so cute. I had two of them. Um, I think I named them Ramses and Nefertari. Ooh. Uh, Excellent who I, naming. Yeah. I believe, well, I know Ramses was a pharaoh and I believe mm-hmm. Nefertari was his wife. Um, and I got them together and I only had them for like a year. At one point when I got pregnant with my older son, I had to kind of clean house and rehome a lot of my pets that I had Mm -hmm. because I had to like move back home with my parents and they were like oh we don't want your menagerie (laughs) please (laughs) please don't bring your small zoo with you (laughs) um so eventually but I had them for a good long time and they are just the chillest reptile you can I I love them so much they're the just vibe absolutely immaculate vibes yeah I feel like if anyone was ever like I don't know. They're, they're to me like the the reptile to get if you're like I'm kind of interested, but I don't know. Like because they're very easy. They're like yeah, they're they're funny to look at and like pretty low maintenance as far as reptiles go. You don't have to like you know. There's no are they live mice? Yeah, <laughs> live. Are they um are they social? Like would they like chill out on your shoulder and stuff? Not really. I mean, I don't um, know. I mean, you can. They won't, like, freak out about it, but it's not their favorite thing in the world. It's not like bearded dragons are a lot chiller yeah. about, like, you can pick them up and plop them on your shoulder and walk around with them. The leopard gecko also doesn't, it can't cling yeah, to you very well. Like, their toes mm. aren't the right kind of, they don't have the claws like the bearded dragons do. So they can't really cling there very well. But, like, <laughs> what you don't want is a crested gecko, which will, like, spring at any minute <laughs> like jump and yeah. and and you know fly all over the place but the leopard gecko is like they're kind of a decorative pet <laughs> yeah like mm. you you look at them you don't really mm. need to interact with them too mm. much but I they're very pick cute mine up. i mean i was just young enough so i would like pick them up and like carry sure. them around and like show him things yeah. <laughs> as you do you're like all right so this is the refrigerator this is where i get food and like um he's like i'm getting nothing from yeah, this but good for you okay thank you um <laughs> But yeah, they're just, they're very chill and like, yeah, they're pretty. Oh yeah. They're gorgeous creatures. I, at the pet store that I worked at, um, a lot of people would like bring their own personal pets in and like have them just like sitting on their shoulder or like one person I knew that had a, like a a crested gecko would put the gecko in their pocket and like walk around with the gecko in their pocket and then just kind of like do a little peek out sometimes be like, Hey, look what I've got. (laughs) It's like a little gecko. Like, okay. Okay. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, I would be so worried about squishing it. Yeah, it wasn't well, something like I was ever brave enough to do. Dropping it or it, like, like you said, the crested ones that spring. Like, what if it sprung? <laughs> you sprung? wouldn't want to bring a jumpy one. Yeah. Um, like, what if it sprung in the pet shop? I did like, have a problem one time when I was cleaning a chinchilla hmm. cage and the chinchilla got out of the cage while I was cleaning it. Like I, I put it in a separate like cage for me to clean its normal cage. And it was in a separate and it got out of the clean, like the little side cage mm. that I put it in. And I learned some things about chinchillas in that instance. <laughs> I learned them very quickly. I learned that first of all, chinchillas are so fast, yeah. like so, so fast. <laughs> and also that they're not nearly as big as they look because of how fluffy they are. Yeah. The, the 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 actual animal in there is like Fine. hamster size. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and so when you try to grab them, your hand is going to go through a few inches of fur before you make contact with the actual animal. Um, which unfortunately means they're really good at squeezing into tiny little spaces they're not meant to get through. Yeah. How so. did you? 
how did you catch it? Like this. Well, I guess did you? Chinchilla. <laughs> Did you I had to. It? I did capture it because I could not let my manager know that I had <laughs> that I had messed up this badly because I did not want to get in trouble. So I was like, I need to catch the chinchilla and act like this never happened. Yeah. And I was able to corner it with a broom and like one of those, um, you know, those like industrial dustpans that they have for brooms. It's like yeah. bucket shaped almost. Mm. Um, I swept it into a dustpan <laughs> and then I like held the broom up against the front of the dustpan and carried it back to the cage and put it back. In I there. feel like you and inv- like, that's probably where the term dust bunny came from. If someone tried to catch a rabbit. <laughs> but I was trying to do it so stealthily and act like I hadn't just released this chinchilla in the store. Because <laughs> these things are expensive. I was yeah. going to get in big trouble if I couldn't get this thing I, back. I was literally thinking like how you couldn't really like, even if it got out, like charging it to yourself, they're too expensive. So you just have no, to. No, I couldn't have afforded it. <laughs> That's very stressful. Oh. Yeah, that sucked. I was not happy about that situation at all. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to pause that there and cut to a very quick break. But don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more hilarity from Ellen in a minute. Her Majesty served Great Britain and the Commonwealth loyally for over 70 years. And while, of course, we feel a profound sadness... We must remember she lived a long life and died in such a way that I think many of us would want for ourselves. She was at home, surrounded by her family. And, of course, she was listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. You're in a theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she just stand up to her? Oh, God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? If you've ever recognized yourself in a movie, then join me, Jordan Cruciola, for the podcast Feeling Seen. We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun. curious about like obviously you had this love for animals uh mm-hmm. is this sort of what prompted just the zoo of us yeah absolutely so you know just the zoo of us is a lot more about uh wildlife mm-hmm. than it is about domestic animals but we've talked about some domestic animals on there before um like uh the the arabian camel mm-hmm. uh which is pretty much now extinct in the wild and oh. only lives in de- domestication. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if you would call that a pet. Like, I don't know if people call, keep a pet. A it's pet like camel. livestock. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. But I guess, like, there are people yeah. who have sort of a pet-like relationship with their livestock. So I don't know where you draw the line between livestock and pet. I mean, um, in my mind, yeah, I guess that is tricky. But if it's not I producing it's, something, right? Yeah. then maybe it's just a pet. <laughs> I feel like a yeah. I feel like a pet is when the animal isn't being, isn't like working. Yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I feel, yeah. 
Like I still think, I think chickens I mm. fall into that weird middle ground Ooh, where like yeah. people definitely have chickens as pets yeah. and then also like take the eggs from them. So then you get into that weird like wait, what is is it a pet at that like yeah it's a pet because that's the eggs the, are you mm. selling the eggs or do you just like if you're prof- or do you just like have them for your own breakfast because I kind of think maybe the line is are you like profiting off the animal? Because mm-hmm. then in you're their case. boss. You're their employer. <laughs> you're their boss. They're an employee, <laughs> and that I think would be life. You can claim right? them like... as dependent on your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and then your chickens need to unionize. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's a whole process. Exactly. You need a chicken union. Uh, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> so... But like, we—I definitely do did like have to seek that love of animals out in wildlife rather than because we didn't have pets at home, yeah. right? Mm. So like, I didn't really get to. Um, channel that into pets. I get that. I yeah. had that growing up as well. We didn't have pets either, so I definitely channeled it into like watching nature documentaries and right. Like, you yeah, can't like, take what you can get as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ooh. Oh yeah. man, horse riding is something else. <laughs> horse riding is the best. Yeah, isn't it? Did you did you ride horses a lot as a kid? Yeah, I did. I like. It, it's such a random thing. I joke that I'm a secret horse girl, though, as my friends have pointed out now that I've said it on this podcast. It's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> before this podcast, I was a secret horse girl because, I don't know, like growing up in South London, it's not like particular, like it's just, it's not the part of England where horse riding was particularly fashionable. Um, but my mum was like, because my mum was young and single, she was like, she will have every opportunity. And that horse riding was one of those things. <laughs> That's awesome. Which though. is awesome. And like, I'm so grateful that I did it and I loved it so much. But that is what kind of fueled my love of animals. Cause we'll see, there you go. Like yeah, that's such a good thing. Yeah. Like get sure. kids interested and passionate about it early when they're kids. And then like, totally. that's something that'll follow you your whole life. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. In like, I don't know very much about, um, all of the different states in America, I find it so fascinating the way that like, it's like different states, like different countries culturally Mm -hmm. in terms of the landscape. Is Mississippi big for its wildlife? Like, was it a local wildlife thing that got you interested or or was it very much... My family's from Mississippi. Um, Mm. I'm from Florida though. I'm in Florida, born and raised. Oh, whereabouts Um, in Florida? Jacksonville, which is just, just like inches from georgia basically. i know yeah i know f- i've my family who live in the states are between georgia and florida oh, nice. so nice. i've got like some in atlanta some in jacksonville and some in boca so like yeah, oh great nice. that's actually the part of america i do yeah. know <laughs> look at that see you so, know yeah. you get it yeah <laughs> but like i think a lot of what when, when people think of florida especially people that aren't familiar with this <laughs> you know part of the world is beaches right you Mm -hmm. think of like spring break beaches and stuff like that but there is actually a lot more to florida florida's nature like i jacksonville right it's very swampy Mm -hmm. it's very marshy Mm. uh but there's also like prairies and Mm. like pine forests and some really gorgeous areas especially like where i live like we we're basically on a marsh like jacksonville is kind of like one giant big marsh that they built a city on (laughs) (laughs) but so we get some incredible animals here so like i lit my house has is right up against a pond that has woods on the other side of it and we have gotten some critters and this is like a suburban part of town too we're not like out in the woods we're kind of like you know it's not a super secluded area but we have gotten otters Mm -hmm. in our pond like river otters from the wild (laughs) on our property in our backyard literally otters in our backyard (sighs) 
and we've gotten spoon bills. Um, we get sorry, hawks and sorry, ospreys. Sorry. What's a spoon bill? A spoon bill is a delightful, beautiful, um, bright pink wading bird that has a, a bill <gasps> shaped like a spoon. Oh my god! Look oh, at them. It's like Aren't a, they uh, gorgeous? Uh, like a pelican flamingo. <laughs> yeah no big facts right big facts that's exactly what they look like yeah oh my they don't look like they should exist no they look looks they look like something like george rr R. martin would have created Do you know what i are mean they like funky they, they are amazing that is yeah so, gorgeous birds so and we have one of those just, in our backyard so you like, just see I it was, from your house i was sitting on my couch looking at it like <laughs> That's so cool. Like you can see because we have these big windows in our living room that like look out into the backyard and the pond is literally like at the edge of our backyard and our property extends back like into the into the pond and the woods on the other side and stuff like that. And so I just had the blinds open and I was just sitting on my couch in my living room, you know, having coffee in the morning, watching the spoonbill (laughs) uh, dabbling in the pond, eating up all our tadpoles. And then my my son, my older son was kind of upset because he was like, no, he's going to eat all the tadpoles i love the tadpole he got sad about it but i was like i'd rather have the spoon bill spoon spoon bill's pretty yeah, cool we'll have plenty of frogs <laughs> they'll be around yeah you have to explain this, this, this is the circle of life in it it's, it's the way of things <laughs> which if you could hear the way that our house sounds on a summer night you know we have no shortage of frogs yeah. <laughs> like the frogs are them? deafening so it is so loud. Okay, so frogs, like, frogs are another thing that are kind of like crazy to me because <laughs> we get the occasional toad. Like I get the occasional toad <laughs> in London sometimes. Frogs, I'm like mythical. Mythical. Really? I imagine all yeah. the toads in London have little top hats. <laughs> it's a real frog and toad situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's it. They show For up sure. their little outfits, and then the Florida ones are <laughs> just screaming. tweed vests yeah. and yeah, corduroy that's very, much, yeah. that's very much toad. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, we have toads too, but we have tree frogs also. Um, that, but we like, ha- we have what? tons and tons of different types of frogs that like when you go out at night in the summer because in the summer it's kind of like um, with any sort of tropical. <laughs> place your seasons aren't necessarily divided up by temperature they're more Mm. divided up by rainfall Mm -hmm. so like the summer is very very wet and it storms and thunderstorms and rains every single day much to the dismay of all of the tourists that come to disney world during the summer um i i want to tell everybody please please don't try to come to disney world in the middle of the summer it's so miserable it is at least like the the low Temperature of the day is going to be 95 degrees what does that Fahrenheit. Mean? I'm sorry. I don't oh, know what that uh, is in Celsius. 30 something, hot. I think. Um, oh, hot. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. hot. It's oh, that's hot. extremely <laughs> hot. It is extremely humid. And in Florida, Very it hot. rains in the summer. It rains every single day at 3 p.m. for like two hours. Oh so <laughs> it is like a miserable day. Yeah. <laughs> and people that come here are not from here. So they don't really always. A lot of times people want to like Disney bound and be dressed really, really cute. <laughs> so they're wearing like heels, right? Or like <laughs> something funny. very cute and adorable. Mm. I'm like, no, you need to dress tactically. Yeah. <laughs> this needs to be Get like poncho. You, like when yeah. is when is the, the like the best time of year to come to Florida? Fall, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. 
yeah, fall and even winter because we don't, like I said, you know, the, it doesn't get super cold in the winter. It really just gets dry. So, um, it just doesn't rain every day, which is nice. And the temperatures usually like right now it's, I know we're in October, but right now it's kind of warm out. Like you see, I'm wearing like a t-shirt and shorts right now. Um, but that's kind of like, so during the summer, it's really, really, really wet and it rains constantly. And that means that frogs are having an absolute field day. Mm-hmm. So at mm-hmm. night, after it's been raining for two, three hours, the frogs are so loud that like we have regularly had to like blast the TV on like the highest volume it'll go because like the frogs are so loud you can't hear the TV over the frogs. That's... <laughs> that's i mean like obviously that's like hugely inconvenient to you i understand that but i'm like that is so cool like i can't even like that's so far out of my realm of experience and frogs are so cute with their sticky little hands my thing are so my dream is to take ella on like a like u.s tour of nature because would, every episode there's a I new animal that Ella is like, wait, love you saw it. that? And they're all for us over here. Where it's just like, yeah, they're annoying. I would absolutely <laughs> love it. The, when we went to, the last time we were in Florida, we went to Miami. Mm. Um, it was about, God, five years ago now, six years ago. And I went with my family and my highlight of the trip. And this is how my mom was, my mom was like, sometimes I think you're not my child. Because... <laughs> The shopping and the food and stuff was amazing. Don't get me wrong. It was amazing. Mom, I know you listen. The shopping and the food was amazing. I'm very grateful. But the thing that really blew my mind was we did like a, like a, a boat thing through like marshes and on the river. And we saw like alligators. It's not crocodiles. It's alligators, right? That we yeah. Seen. yeah. We well, in alligator- Miami, you could have seen crocodiles. There are, there are crocodiles in like I can very never remember the difference. down super far south, but like crocodiles are only down in like the very very southernmost area like the keys and stuff like that no i think so. it was, i think it was alligators that we saw and we saw like amazing birds and we saw like a uh, some kind of big cat mm. what would it i'd like i don't like i don't awesome know like a puma maybe or something. I, it just and i was like oh my God. If you like ever see like, a Florida panther in the wild, that is like we saw. It was like the briefest glimpse. We saw it in the mm-hmm. tree, and the guy got really excited, wow. and then it went. But it was yeah. cute. Like it was in, like wow. oh, I was, and yeah, I was. I was really excited by that. Yeah, My mom was Florida like, panthers are super rare. Like oh. you do not. I've I've never seen one oh. in the wild. Um, and I've lived here like almost my whole life. <laughs> that, so. would context, that would contextualize the guy's experience. The excitement. Oh yeah, there. like he, he should have been losing he, it. Like, <laughs> his, he literally was about to pee his pants. <laughs> yeah, but that's so magical that you got to see one. Yeah, yeah. what a great experience. So cool. But um, yes, I would an, an American tour of like the nature, nature. zones. Because I also think so of cool. I don't know if you have this, but I've always thought because I'm from Arizona and I think of Arizona as Florida and Florida as like the like very similar but opposite sides of the country because it's like you have also like Florida man stereotypes, but you also get Arizona man <laughs> stereotypes. Like it's like these deserty areas that have a ton of animal life and like. Kind of same, I think our art can be like misconstrued where it's like you think of Arizona and it's like desert, but then also it's like, no, there's also like there's like ski communities in Arizona. Like it's mm-hmm. way bigger than people realize. And yeah. Arizona man feels like Florida man with tech money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the drugs are a little different. Like they're <laughs> just slightly different, slight variations on a theme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Different animals that they're like you know <laughs> florida ma- man found bathing with alligator but it's like arizona man found bathing with coyote 
It's like, oh. <laughs> so I know somebody. I, I didn't like know this guy personally, but I, we had mutual friends because we went to the same high school. Um, this guy that went to my high school just a few years ago got arrested for breaking in to an alligator. There's this like zoo park place called the Alligator Farm that is like a reptile focused zoo. Basically, they've got like alligators, but they also have like saltwater crocodiles and gharials and caimans and stuff like that. And he broke in in the middle of the night and climbed into the alligator pit that houses like, I don't know, 30 or 40 gators and i guess climbed in and was like running around with the gators and stuff like that and got arrested for Did he that get, but didn't like, get killed <laughs> like no he was fine didn't no die or get maimed no, that's no not at all i mean look, that's you the know thing what? about gators like okay so if you're not from florida gators probably seem like the scariest thing you could ever yes, encounter yeah giant it's like a dragon yeah <laughs> it is like a dragon yeah yeah but the thing is about gators is that this is a massive reptile and if you've been around reptiles a lot, you know that reptiles are working on a very, very low energetic budget, mm. you know, like they don't eat very often. So when they do, when they're, when they're not eating, you know, they're basically just trying to conserve as much energy as possible. Um, and so if a gator is not like starving in that moment, first of all, they know they're not going to eat you and they know that they don't want to waste energy in like a burst of trying to chase you and attack you because they know they're not going to get a meal out of it. So the vast majority of the time, they're not going to do anything to you. Like they might try to kind of like, you know, growl at you and get you to move on about your business, but they're not going to chase you Uh, unless it's like a mama gator with her babies. And then she may actually, you're, you're in the danger zone there. But like, that's it's like gators are, they're very lazy, you know, like we go, (laughs) we go tubing like down spring runs and stuff like that. And you can, you can just drift right on by a gator and it could be a big gator, sorry, right? And they're just going like to watch four, you. Sorry, you said like four <laughs> words in a row there that I nodded at and then realized I had no idea what you just said. Tubing down spring runs. Yeah. So like um, where there <laughs> will be like a spring that uh, where the water flows down to like a river or something sure, like that. Sure, sure. That's the spring run. Okay. So you could like start at the spring and you get in a big inflatable inner tube and like like, like a lazy river. Like a, if you've oh. ever been on like a lazy river, um, and you just ride it down the spring. But it's run, a natural spring. It's not like yes. a, it's not like a lazy river in like a theme park yeah. with like health and safety procedure. It's a natural lazy river. <laughs> it's it's not people didn't build it. You know, you just show up and they might rope it off. Like we were just in one a few weeks ago. Um, with some friends of mine and my older son and we were riding this inner tube down the spring run it was in blue springs state park uh really close to orlando actually like close to disney world mm-hmm. and um this lady with a kayak uh kayaked by us and she's in a high visibility vest with like a like all sorts of gear on her and stuff and she's like hey y'all just letting you know there's a manatee coming by here and we like look down and sure enough, this the biggest manatee I've ever seen, like probably at least like a ton. And she just swam right by us and we're like, whoa, <laughs> she just like so the, this this 
uh, what was she called? Manatee observer, wow. a manatee observer. She was basically kayaking behind the manatee to protect her, to like Aww, warn people that she was escort. coming by and like make sure nobody was bothering her and Aww. stuff like that. So she was just kind of like protecting the manatee. And how do I get that job of manatee? Yeah, I was observer? just going to say that. Like, <laughs> what, do, what course do I take to get to kayak behind manatees as a job? Honestly, I this, when we were in Florida and we we were uh, uh, um, we saw two manatee and. I feel like, I don't know, maybe it was, yeah, me and my mom, like my dad and my sister kind of were like, oh yeah, cool, sea cows and kept walking. <laughs> and me and my mom just stood there like, is this bugging you out? Like, they're so <laughs> weird. Like, they are funky. What? Like, we just couldn't like wrap our heads around the way that this thing was formed and how yeah. big it was. And like, <laughs> there are some animals that I'm like, they seem mythic. Like, I'm just like, you're telling me magic doesn't exist and I'm not <laughs> believing you because I'm looking at a manatee and I'm sorry, none of the science doesn't add up. The science doesn't add up for me. It just doesn't, so, it doesn't make sense. That's for an interesting reason. And I, I like that, that neither of you are from Florida, so you may not know this, but I would love to know what you think the manatee is most closely related to. Like what mm. animal do you think the manatee is most closely related to? My guess would be a hippo. You'd think that, right? Yeah. <laughs> My guess would also have been a hippo. Yeah. It's an well, elephant. Ah, it does yeah. make sense, but also... I mean, no, it doesn't, Alexis. <laughs> but no, it doesn't. It does, because, okay. But, okay, elephants, I do know, actually are very good swimmers. Uh, they are. Yeah. And so yeah. they do have but a the- similar looking skin. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you on that. <laughs> but the ears, the trunk, the, oh, the, sure, the yeah. mermaid fins... It's well, like right? an elephant that you, uh, it's like you made, you said, ma- have an elephant, but then make it more swimmy. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically what happened. I, I mean, there's like, okay, so there's also like the dugong, which is like the, the close cousin to the manatee, like manatees and dugongs mm. are kind of like together in the, in the oh. Sirenia group. But, uh, you know, those are most close to, to elephants, which I think you can see it if you ever watch a manatee eat because the their lips are like prehensile. So they're kind of like grabbing like water lettuce and stuff like that with wow. their lips. And it does look a lot like an elephant. And the dugong trunk. trunk. Yeah. yeah. I think you can I, see it a lot more. fascinating. I'm also like the way that they swim through the water. They're not super buoyant. So they actually kind of sink to the bottom <laughs> and then um, okay. use their flippers to like push off against wow. the bottom of the river. That's so like they're almost I like crawling. <laughs> the what? That's how I swim. <laughs> I feel like I just go <laughs> like, and then I find the thing to push off of. <laughs> Oh. So they're they're I, I'm really glad that you got to see them because there's there's nothing like them. Yeah, that they are truly. I mean, I still think they're close, most closely related to the mermaid. And like, that's <laughs> that's my story true, and I'm sticking to it. That was the there are, elephant. Elephant yeah. is plausible, I suppose. After the mermaid, <laughs> there's a whole thing about how like early European explorers mistook manatees for mermaids and. Mm. Mm, I don't think I see it, but I, I get how like maybe you've been on a boat for too long. Maybe you've been and drinking you've... some salt water. <laughs> maybe the salt water, yeah. Maybe the the combination of like really strong rum and mm. salt water meant that they looked at the manatee and saw a creature with the top half of the beautiful woman and the bottom half of a fish. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm not buying it either. <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, I don't think rum could be that strong. 
I mean, if it is, I'd like some. I want to. I know. I want, I, I I want like, what they're having. <laughs> I would like to try that rum. <laughs> we have some great critters here. I'm really glad that you got to see. You, it sounds like you got a highlight reel. Basically, you we got did, to see manatees, yeah. gators, and Florida panthers. Yeah, That's it like was, it was. It was sucker it big was ones. Really, it was spectacular. It was. Do you have a? If you could have an exotic animal pet, is there is there like a number one for you? So I have strong feelings about um, like the ethics behind certain exotic pets. Oh, 100%. This is purely hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. Um, so assuming that I have like Jeff Bezos money and could and Jeff like Bezos space build like an entire <laughs> yeah. zoo dedicated to the maintenance and care of an animal, because I feel like for a lot of animals, that's what you need. Like you would need to have that level of care to provide for. Um, I like, um, so the coolest animal I've ever seen in captivity that's giving me this idea would be like an octopus mm-hmm. of some kind, oh. you know, because I mm. also I feel like me and the octopus could have an actual sort of understanding mm. and yeah. like we could develop an actual sort of back and forth. You know, mm. we could have a fulfilling relationship um, with this octopus. So I feel like Definitely. if I had the absolute like if I won the lottery and was going to de- dedicate my lottery winnings to like constructing a facility for caring for this animal. Yeah. I think I'd go with an octopus. Yeah. That's a good answer. Cause I, I've lost many hours watching those videos of octopus, uh, like solving problems. Like they it's give them incredible. little puzzles. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever uh, seen that. Mind blowing. It's, they'll really? put like a, a, a fish treat, like in some sort of like complicated puzzle box. And they, not only will they solve them, but sometimes they will solve them in a way that like the people giving them the puzzle are like, Oh, that is not, the way we designed this to work like because also octopus can like squeeze their bodies into the most insane like tiny cracks and mm. so they'll find like these new ways it's like we, we thought it would like click the lever and figure it out and it's like no the octopus slid its entire body like into the keyhole or like whatever oh like, my what? god yeah because they you know there's no bones yeah. there's no hard sur- like yeah. i think the only hard surface in their body is their like beak mm-hmm. so like their their like teeth either what would be equivalent to their teeth their beak so like everything other than that is it's all mush it's all like gushy mushy <laughs> stuff that they can just yeah <laughs> but everything is so soft in their body that they can squeeze into like i think it's like the size of a quarter yeah they can squeeze through <sighs> it's nuts. really incredible yeah i feel like an octopus they have visual recognition so like they would be able to see me and know that it's me, right? They would be like, oh, you're my person. I get it. And they can understand things. I think we could maybe come up with some sort of system to communicate with each other. I think that would be a really fulfilling pet relationship to have. That's yeah. So the idea that you could come up with like, yeah, like a kind of like la- a secret language with your pet octopuses. <laughs> it would be like, you know, those TikToks of the people that have like buttons that their dogs mm-hmm. will press to one. communicate yeah. with them. Yeah. 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 I would have that for my octopus. Yes. <laughs> that would be incredible. I don't know why. I imagined it as instead of buttons, though, he holds up little signs for you, like <laughs> with his little arms and they all say different things. Or different I pictures. wouldn't put it past him to be able to just absolutely just read. I could <laughs> we could just like hold signs up to each other. You know what? It, we would literally be acting out that movie Arrival. Have you seen that movie Arrival? Yeah. Like where Amy Adams is trying to learn the alien language mm-hmm. and they're holding signs up to each other. Wow. It would literally I've be not that. Seen it, That's why that I thought octopus. Re- I think because <laughs> <laughs> cool. I just want to live that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis, do you have a dream exotic animal pet that you would um, 
<sighs> if like money and space and time and responsibility were no object. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny because it's not that exotic for you, but I've always, well, I've always wanted a fox. Um, mm, yeah. Because they're just. We see them a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. You see them all the time, <laughs> but they're just because and I've, I follow people that have them. And so I know that like, I don't know, with any, any exotic animal, like. It's like, you know, they don't make a good pet. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I know. But like my version of the fox I want is basically just like a dog. But yeah, it's crazier and screams at me. (laughs) (laughs) I love the crazy yells. Um, In small doses. Yeah. Yeah. In small TikTok TikTok length doses. doses. Like I'm fully aware of all the problems of actually what it would mean. But mm-hmm. I like the fantasy version of the fox as a pet. I've known multiple people that have gotten foxes. Yeah. They never had them for very no. long. Oh, really? Of course yeah. Not. yeah. No, that, doesn't, that makes sense. I think, um, yeah, the realities of, because, yeah, the, it's funny, isn't it? Like looking at people with exotic pets on TikTok and it looks really cute and it looks really fun. Yeah. And then, like, you kind of do a bit of scrolling on their profile. Like, there's this couple somewhere in the States that have a pet. No, an Asian leopard cat, which is either Ooh. Bengal. So, like, they're like descended from Asian leopard cats, but obviously, like, my Bengal is pretty far descended from an Asian leopard cat because <laughs> while she can be an <laughs> does sleep for like most of the day <laughs> like occasionally give me affection whereas this asian leopard cat like they, this couple can't have people over right like yeah. they can't have because the cat's territorial and stuff so yeah it, it, it would be um different it, it becomes your whole life i think in a way that maybe it you does know, you, another you thing i like to think about a lot i don't know if I've, i don't think i've talked about this before but i love imagining um like bigger exotic animals just tiny Oh. And that changes my answer all <laughs> like the time. Like a little mini lion, or yes, something. or like a tiny giraffe, a bear. like oh, it's just the, a giraffe like in Spy Kids too. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you see my references. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I, that also changes my answer because, like, now I'm like, oh, a little fox. But then it's like, well, if I could have a tiny elephant, that mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's just, it's just, you can put it in the bathtub. It's so cute. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like a terrier-sized so yeah. elephant would be adorable. Even a tiny horse is adorable. Like a, a horse the size of a cat. Uh, my dream. <laughs> I feel like you just really want to play zoo tycoon. Yeah, and I did go. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> what is what zoo tycoon? You just made it's a video game. Yeah, um, where it's a simulator where you build and manage your own zoo. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's like that the Sims, amazing. but amazing. But animals, like yeah, building a zoo. Really so zoo. there's, yeah, there's Zoo Tycoon. That's like an older game, and then a couple years ago, a, I I don't know if it, I don't think it's the same company, um, but there's a new game called Planet Zoo. That's Ooh. like a spiritual successor to Zoo Tycoon. That's very like completely like a new version of it. It's like an mm. updated, upgraded. <laughs> uh, there's also all these expansions where you can put like. Cra- like all sorts of cool animals in there where it's a it's a really neat game mm. um but as i feel like that would that would scratch the itch of having a tiny, tiny animal yeah, herd of elephants right. so you could just have a have a virtual zoo that you could yeah. be the god of and probably you know <laughs> uh cheaper there you go see yeah. that's only what like 40 bucks yeah save on food costs <laughs> <laughs> for the tiny elephant experience uh ella do you have an answer for Exotic um i think i'd go with like a bird of some kind right because mm-hmm. like like it's it, it would be impractical in my <laughs> south london flat but <laughs> yeah like any any kind of i would either go like we were talking a couple episodes ago alexis mm-hmm. about like the families in the 
what's the family? Jackdaws, crows, ravens, oh, magpies. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Corvids, yeah, I, would, yeah. I, I think I'd get like a magpie. Like I think I would really enjoy having a pet magpie. Um, or I'd go massive and get like an albatross. You know, yeah. wow. they're yeah. so cool. They're kind this of poetic. is the correct answer because you could like accidentally Huge get a magpie sun. now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could, it, accident, I could absolutely. Well, not with the cat that no, I have. No, but like, but you know, in in I, theory. But an albatross is. I don't know where you're going to find yeah. that. <laughs> Though their arm, their wingspan is so huge. Like I think that would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I think I'd enjoy an albatross. <laughs> they spread their wings out. That's your whole apartment, right? Yeah, like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> for sure. And then there's like all sorts of space for my like little fantasy nerd brain. Like, could I be an albatross rider? Like, would that be a thing? Okay. Now Ooh, we're talking. Be, you yeah. know what I mean? Like we have a kind of Aragon-esque relationship with each other where <laughs> we kind of telepathically read each other's thoughts. A Daenerys but, sort of yeah. 100% like dragon. mother of the albatross. But oh, <laughs> yes. that would be so cool, wouldn't it? Mother of the albatross. Um, so I think that's what I'd go for. I feel like with a magpie, like you could be friends with them and just let them live outside, mm. and then like they don't have to share space with the cat. But mm. you, you have like an open relationship almost with this magpie. Yeah. So when I like, go outside, they come greet yeah. me. They're like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Here's yeah. a snack." They're your we arm enjoy- candy. <laughs> exactly. We enjoy each other's company at a distance. I think I'm uh-huh. bored with that. Yeah. And then when you go home, you go your separate ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I go back to my cat. I like yeah. it. You walk to the tube and then it flies away. And then when you get back, yeah, it's there exactly. waiting. It's very cute. It's an extremely goth thing to do. Yeah. I think to just like have a, a Corvid that like oh, so goth tends yeah. to you yeah. while you like are out and about. <laughs> it's 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 the witchy vibes that I aspire to, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's the energy I wish to inhabit. <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> um, um, our last question that we have to ask everyone um, is, and maybe it's the same answer, but if you were an animal, what would you be? Uh, I've put a lot of thought into okay. this. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a very different answer from my pet answer because an octopus only lives for about a year. Mm. Um, they have what? an extremely really? short lifespan. Yeah, very, very short lifespan. They I die immediately that. after they reproduce. <gasps> like, if you're a female octopus, when you lay eggs, you immediately stop eating and die very quickly what? after that. Yeah, Whoa. it's a very short lifespan for an so octopus. Big. Even to get you ones. back on yeah. and have like a feminist conversation about the lifespan of an octopus, because <laughs> I have thoughts and feelings right now. It's, a, it's thought that like it's a response that keeps them from cannibalizing their young. Because they're like they're can- they'll, they're cannibals. They will easily like an octopus will for sure eat another octopus. And it's thought that maybe it's like a response that her brain has. That's like okay, stop eating because if you continue to be hungry, you may accidentally eat your babies. So her <sighs> hunger response shuts off and she starves and dies. Right. So that seems like I don't want to no. live that yeah. life. Okay, good. So I'm <laughs> oh don't want to be an octopus. Okay. Yeah, it's messed up, right? <laughs> um. And so I don't want to be an octopus, but I think that the perfect animal that I would want to be would be a bearded vulture. Um, Because first of all, it's just a stunning bird. It's Mm. gorgeous. It's a huge bird that has this big mane of feathers. Um, They preen themselves with like clay that's very high in iron that dyes their feathers red. So they kind of have this like fiery looking mane. Uh, so it's just a gorgeous bird, yeah. but also they have a very cool lifestyle where, you know, like any vulture, they spend a lot of time soaring up way, way, way higher in the air than anything should be. You know, like they're very, they're not doing a lot of flapping. They're just doing 
doing a lot of soaring, mm. which I think seems pretty like laid back yeah. and chill. Mm-hmm. Um, they Crazy. also, yeah. yeah, they also mm. eat bones Ooh. and not just like the actual carrion, not like the meat off of bones like other vultures do. They're one of very, very, very few animals that just eats the bone itself, wow. like digests it. Their stomach's really tough so they can break down the bone. And, and that's everyone's I, dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's why I think that they have very lo- they're not competing with anybody else, mm-hmm. right? Nobody else is trying to eat those bones. <laughs> so the bones are just there. That's free real estate. So mm. you're not trying to fight anybody else off for the bones. <laughs> you also don't have to be fighting your prey. Yeah. You know, mm. like you don't have to be making a kill and putting yourself in harm's way to get like hurt by the prey that's struggling against you and stuff. So it's like a very easy <laughs> just like yeah. swoop in after the fact, pick up the bones and like that's it. That's your day and, and you spend the rest be, of the day yeah, yeah there will always be bones as well like you're there, not you're never gonna bones. be in short supply of bones like, and then they spend the rest of their mm. time just like chilling flying up above like the pyrenees and the alps and stuff so like Gorgeous. awesome views you're fly i feel like with any like what animal would you be question i always want to pick something that's gonna fly yeah. because like mm. why wouldn't you yeah. um that's and so good point. i just feel like that's a low stress lifestyle yeah and you get to fly and enjoy really cool mountain views. And so I think it's going to be that. They look also, uh, in case someone is driving and can't Google this, I, I think feel like they look like um, like a phoenix. Like They do. The, yeah. I feel like that's where oh, they got the idea cool. for what phoenixes look like. With like the, with the vulture beak still, but they're really yeah, cool. Yeah. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous bird. I'm obsessed with it. It's probably my favorite bird, yeah. I think. Mm. Um, and it also just seems like it would have a nice life to live. Yeah. Seems mm. easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like that you really went like you thought of this as an actual like you're living the life of this animal and how would it go? Because in my my yeah, mind, I, I'm always just like, what am I the most like a guy that hangs <laughs> out in the trash can? So like, yeah, that's actually a really interesting take on it. Like, yeah. I haven't thought about it. Like, what whose life would I actually want? Yeah, you know, um, that does make me that does make me slightly rethink. Maybe I would just actually pick a, <laughs> I think I'd pick a house cat. <laughs> I'm like, it's a nice life. Obviously, like, keep me inside where it's warm. Feed me, like, yeah. <laughs> like that. Mm, that sounds pretty, pretty good. Nice. Yeah, what? all the I'm animals an in the world. What would you be? Oh, just a fish in a tank hanging out. You feed me. Sounds nice. Do you no think threats. you're like? You're good. Do you think you're like the vulture? Do you? Is there? Is, are there elements of your personality that you think you and the vulture? Well, you eat bones. I do eat bones all the time. (laughs) I think I'm not a competitive person by nature. Mm -hmm. Like I really don't enjoy competing with people for things. Like I'm Mm. I'm a very pacifist sort of person. So I don't know, maybe that element of it is probably why I, you know, wanted to pick something that wouldn't have to compete with other things very much. Mm. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't, I feel like I'm a pretty peaceful person and I think that's something, but I'm all, but I also have a flair for drama. So Mm. Mm. yeah, it makes perfect sense. (laughs) <laughs> yeah they're so dramatic looking aren't they yeah aren't they they don't look they i always think they look like a painting yeah like they look like somebody came up with them for like a star wars movie or something yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah and like because the, the the different shades of red they get also it looks like right. they got painted by just a per like a props person being like nah, i'm sure yeah. some of the photos are like they bumped the saturation yeah. a little bit because they're like let's shish this up a little bit we need we need some clicks on this one let's maybe bump the brightness up on that one and maybe let's bring out the rouge yeah. um <laughs> so i'm sure some of them are at least touched up a little bit but like oh. still and the fact that like the red is a choice yes right mm. like they're they're pr- 
preening themselves with the with the red color and so i mean i you got to respect someone that's like doing their own hair dye yeah. basically it's like they they're like saying to the world like i'm dangerous mm-hmm. you know don't don't cross me <laughs> like i i appreciate that the messaging that they're consciously kind of putting out there yeah this bird is on fire yeah this bird is on fire absolutely Absolutely. um ellen this was so fun uh where obviously people should listen to just the zoo of us but where else can people find you (laughs) yeah of course um you know i'm I'm probably most active on twitter Mm -hmm. um and my my handle on there is at elks needle which is e-l- Okay, I've never had to spell it out loud. I'm not going to. You'll figure it out, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but I'm probably most active on like my podcast account, which is just at just the zoo of us. And we're, you know, we're on Facebook, Instagram. We have a Discord server that's really fun. And everyone on there is super nice. So um, I would say follow along with our with our uh, Twitter account or any of our podcast socials. I'm not a particularly interesting person, so like I don't. I don't think necessarily. That's true. You just I get an vulture. <laughs> Literally, like that was your pick. Like the whole season, Alexis and I have been saying a raccoon and a house cat, and you went straight in with with the vulture. Like that's the animal is interesting. Oh. Animals are interesting, and I, I an co-opt in- that. Um, I tack them onto myself to make <laughs> myself counts. look more interesting. It definitely <laughs> counts. Yeah. It definitely counts. Yeah. But I feel like people who listen to y'all's show would inherently be into animals 100%. and have love yeah. for animals. And so, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, our, our show is more geared towards wildlife. Um, we don't usually talk about domesticated animals um, or pet animals, but I mean, animals are animals and they're yeah, part of, are. They're, they're part of the ecosystem too, you know, like you have to think about what domesticated animals and like what their relationship to humans is like in the context of the ecosystem. So mm. it all ties oh, together. Yeah. All part of the, the same uh, world. The great circle of life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we go. <laughs> I really started that sentence and I was like, where are you going with that? But <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to Just go, go immediately to Lion King, like <laughs> Disney. When in doubt, Disney. Uh, um... It's popular for a reason. I mean, that's true. Circle successful over. vocab. <laughs> they really nailed that one. Hakuna Matata. They got some really good ones. They Why do. fix what's not broken? <laughs> <Yeah>. No <laughs> workshopping needed. No notes. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being on the show. This was great. Of course. Thanks y'all for having me. It was so nice to talk to you. I just could. I, I want to hear every animal fact that Ellen has. I want to know, mm. like, if that's just the tip of the iceberg of of Ellen's like fun animal trivia, just picking like this insane looking vulture as her animal that she would be, I I, I guess technically it's like she should be hosting the show, but she can't because we are. Um, well, no, she's hosting just the zoo of us, so we just need to go like binge that's that. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. that's what it is. That's I it is. I need more of her. I need more of her knowledge. She yes. was so great. That um, was so enjoyable. Yes, I uh, obsessed. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Please send us your pet stories, your ready pet goes. Um, we had one last week and spoiler, we're going to have one next week. Um, but <laughs> you can email those to us at uh, comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. And of course, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Follow us on social media. We're at Sea Creatures Pod on Twitter 
and we are at Comfort Creatures Podcast on Instagram. And I we should keep going with the other. So I should probably get a Facebook thing. And Ellen's got a Discord. She said that, and I was like, Do we need a Discord? Do we need a Discord? Maybe we should get a Discord. Maybe we'll get a Discord. I how think. would how would you all like to engage with us most? Yeah, you tell us. That would actually be really helpful. You tell us how you would like to have a chat with us. Yeah, and we'll. We'll do that for you because (laughs) we are a member supported show and we want to interact with you as much as possible so that you feel like, you know, that you want to keep helping us make it. And so (laughs) that we can also keep making it because we're having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And if you also uh, want to help us keep making it, you can head to MaximumFun.org slash join and become a member. That's another option. Um, Is there anything else? No. All right. Well, then I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Anna McLeod. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.